Hello, and welcome to the Kind Life Podcast with me, Claudia. This is a podcast dedicated to those who want to live a kinder life. In each episode, I'll bring you thoughts, reflections, and lessons to inspire you to live the kindest life possible. We'll talk everything from relationships to nourishing our bodies and movement, business, and even buying property. This space is dedicated to the dreamers who know that you can't have success without a little kindness. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hello, my best friends in the whole entire world. It is this time of the week again already where I am here talking to you and you are there wherever you are listening to me. So today is one of my favorite topics, which is the sort of the law of polarity or this idea that there's always two sides to a single coin. And I was thinking this morning, trying to G myself up to talk to you about something that was useful and meaningful, then this is just what came up. I, I'm finding it a bit tricky to plan these episodes. And I was talking to one of my really good friends just today about it. And everything that I do is I try to do it as intuitively as possible. And I know that sounds so cliche if you're in any sort of yoga, personal development kind of mindset or thing. And it almost is a little bit of a cop out sometimes, but it's genuinely what I do. And it sort of is to my detriment sometimes, but it so far has served me pretty well. So that's how I like to do things. And I feel like I cannot speak on a topic if I'm not really, really vibing it in the moment, because then it just won't come across as authentically as possible. So uh, this topic today is something that I speak about so much in my classes. And it's something that when I really got this and it really landed like not just in my brain, but in my heart, in the core of me, a lot of the sort of the mental health and the kind of issues that I have, I'm a bit of a control freak. I have some issues from time to time with anxiety and uh, this maybe needs a little trigger warning as well, just that I will speak about anxiety from time to time and a bit of sadness and stuff as well. So if that's something for you and you'd prefer not to listen on, then there's your little note there. But yeah, so I'm an anxious person. That's how I run and I do my best to not be so anxious and to use the tools that I know intellectually and then try to embody them really deep within my heart. But as with any person, I slip up sometimes. But when I really understood this and I bring myself back to it in times of you know uncertainty or feeling scared or feeling overwhelmed or feeling anxious, uh, this really helps me out. So just like nature, how there is the sun and with the sun comes day, usually there will be lightness or brightness outside. There is also the other side. We can't have just the sun all of the time. There is the moon. The moon will rise and there will be darkness and there will be stars and there will be, for most of us, there will be sleep and there will be depth and a more serene quality throughout that hemisphere, yeah, because then on the other side, there would be brightness and daytime. And so just in that really simple example, there are two sides. There are two things that are kind of working with each other, not balancing each other out necessarily because there's not equal amounts of daytime or sunlight as there are nighttime or darkness. There is maybe more sun in summer and a little less in winter. And 
there's the opposite going on when it is summer. There is more daytime, less nighttime in winter, a little more nighttime, especially if you're in Cairns, a little more nighttime, not too much, and a little less daytime. But there's not perfect amounts. It's not 12 hours, 12 hours, unless you're kind of um, at the equator, which I guess we are. I digress. And so that's a really simple example just to kind of illustrate the fact that it's not perfectly balanced, but there is an ebb and a flow. There is a fluctuation. There is a waxing and a waning. There is, you know, a rise and a fall within something as gross, as massive as the sun and the moon. So like a literal planet that in itself has an opposite, that in itself has something that does the exact opposite action as well. So this then gets applied to this thing called the law of polarity. And if you know anything about any laws, you will very likely know about the law of attraction and this idea that the universe, this sort of world that we're living in right now is governed by laws, whether we're aware of them or not. And one of the laws is that law of attraction or that like attracts like. And you might see this in your own life where the more you think about something or you embody something or the more that you start to consider something, the more that that thing kind of appears in your life and not in a poof magic kind of way, but even you just start to research it more, you start to talk about it more with friends or with family. And then that starts to bring you more into that space or more into that idea. And that starts to bring you more into that mindset where you then continue to consider that thing again and again and again. And an example that I use for this one, we're not actually talking about the law of attraction, but anyway, is my car. And we all know that the internet is now designed to give us ads based on what we like, what we interact with, what we engage with, and the content that we kind of look up or Google. And so then it will keep giving us more of that stuff. But I also really, really believe that this is partly because of the law of attraction too. So when I go and I look up beautiful, you know, $400 linen sheet sets, then all of a sudden I see them everywhere. I see them on Facebook. I see them on Instagram. I see them on um, my phone, my laptop, Jack's laptop. Like I see them everywhere. And it's this idea that the more that I see it, then the more it's, you know, very, very clever thing for marketing. And with cookies working like that, that then I'm more likely to buy those very expensive linen sheets. But I also really think that this plays out regardless, regardless of whether your cookies are turned on or not. Um, We start to think about the linen sheets a little more and we talk to someone and we go, oh, you know, have you bought such and such linen sheets? And they go, yeah, they're amazing. And you start to think about them a little more. You might look them up again, see if they have a sale going and then they don't. And then you keep it saved in your bookmarks or in your little browser history or just all of your tabs that are open up on your Chrome or whatever. And then you go back and every time you open up your laptop, there they are, there they are, there they are. And then you buy them and then there they are on your bed. It's like magic. So that's the law of attraction in a nutshell. Oh my God. I I didn't finish a coffee today, but can you imagine if I did? So that's the law of attraction, but there are a lot of other laws that sort of govern the universe as well, if you will. And one of them is the law of polarity, which I'm actually talking about today. And this one is that there is an equal and opposite effect to something else, or just as there is the sun, there is also the moon. And in nature, we can't have the sun forever. Although, you know, some of you are summer babies and you just love the sun. You want to get out there. You want to 
roast yourself until you're nice and leathery. We cannot have the sun all year long, 24-7, because, well, the plants will dry up, it will be too hot, and, you know, things just won't work. And I don't want to get into this, but then there's the whole thing with climate change, you know, and we know what that's sort of starting to look like with how the world will be, which is not so great. But anyway, we have to have the moon. We have to have some darkness. We have to kind of cool things off. And then what also happens is, especially in Cairns, like we get these really, really hot periods around summer. And then what happens when it gets too muggy, when it feels like it just needs to drop in the air, boom, comes some rain to cool it off and to wash things out, to flush it all out. And then over time, there's too much rain and then things start to dry up again. And that's just how nature works as it's designed to. And just like nature, we are a part of nature. We are no different to the seasons, uh, to the wet season, the dry season in Cairns or to, you know, summer or to winter and spring in any other place that is more typical. But we go through these little cycles or these fluctuations as well. And something that really profoundly changed my life was understanding this and understanding how this can apply to my life and to me as an individual person, taking away the idea that I very much understand that there is summer and there is winter or there is rain and there is blazing sun. And what this law suggests is that an emotion can be experienced on the opposite end of the spectrum too. So we can experience happiness and I truly hope that you have all experienced complete and utter happiness, joy, at least a couple of times in your life, if not every single day. But on the other side of that, there is sadness. We can get into this sort of idea that we are constantly in the pursuit of happiness and that sadness is not appropriate. That's not something that we want. Like we want to get that out. All we want to feel is happy, happy, happy all of the time. And this law kind of takes away a bit of that expectation on ourselves and on our emotions and on our system and goes, well, just as much as there is happiness available, there is also sadness available. And it is inevitable that we will experience sadness. Maybe not just like, you know, in summer, maybe not for the same amount of time that we experience happiness. Maybe it's longer than we experience, you know, a little spurt of happiness, but it will happen. And when we can start to understand that and rather than resist it and fight it and try to run away from the sadness or from the little valleys, you know, as opposed to the peaks, as opposed to the highs, we start to become a little more comfortable with them. And so when I'm in this really happy, joyful kind of bubble and everything is ticking along smoothly, friendships are going well, you know, relationship is going well, business is thriving, everybody's stoked to come in through the studio. I know, and I'm not trying to move too far ahead to the future, but I just have in the back of my mind that nothing lasts forever. And that whilst things are on an up, are on a high, are on a lift, are happy, there will come a time where the opposite will happen. And there will be a lull, there will be a low, you know, there will be somebody who is unhappy with the studio or how I do things. And I myself might experience, you know, a lull within my energy, my motivation and how I'm feeling. And to be honest, I've gone through that over the last couple of weeks, actually. And it seems like it's all sort of happened at once where, you know, within the kind of Christmas New Year period, the studio was a little quieter and then I started 
start to kind of doubt myself and go, oh my goodness, you know, is this an actual thing? Have I just risked everything for something that's not viable, that's not feasible, that, you know, is just a flop or is something that people are kind of, you know, on a hype train for a little bit, but they don't actually want it long term. I really had to bring myself back to reality and go, okay, you've had some really good highs this year, Claudia, and this was 2021. You've had some really, really good highs. This was inevitable. A little low, you know, a little moment to kind of reflect, a little moment to drop in and to just go, Whew, okay, that was a lot. We peaked. We did the things. It was great. People were stoked. But also now, you know, I had an email where someone was very, very unhappy with, again, it always seems to be late cancel fees. I'm so sorry, but late cancel fees are a thing because I want you to come to the studio and I can't just apply them to one class and not apply them to another class and I have to pay my teachers. And if people don't come in sometimes when it suits them to not come in, then other people may miss out on a spot and that goes for any other gym or studio and that's what we do. And so I have these blanket rules and policies so that I can be nice and firm in that because just like how you would expect a bigger business to stick to their policies, I also stick to my policies because one day in the future, You know, I want this business to grow and I need to have these systems and these policies in place so that nothing changes too much, whether it's me sending the emails and doing the things or whether it's someone else, nothing changes too much. So that's, again, it's always the late cancel fees. And I know that you people who are listening either don't come to the studio or if you do, you're my absolute best friends and angels. And I love you so much for just honoring the policies. And regardless, regardless of whether you do come into my business or whether it's the doctors that you go to and they go, hey, you didn't come into your appointment with me. We're going to charge you, you know, 50% or the full amount of the session because that means that somebody else couldn't get a spot. That's all I have to say on that. Let's move on. So anyway, so my point is that there's been a little lull. And then, of course, with the lull, like attracts like, if we go back to the law of attraction, you're getting a two for one dealio with laws today. Then, of course, feeling a little low, feeling a little flat within myself, something else kind of happens that is not so great business-wise and then I need to deal with that. But I was very aware that this may happen because this is how it happens. It's not just up and up and up all of the time and everybody is stoked with my policies and everybody loves me and loves what I do or loves my teachers or loves the space. You know, that's just impossible. And if I can let that go and if you can let those really high expectations go within yourself or within your business or Within you as a worker or an employee or a partner or a friend or anything else that you do, these waves are a little easier to ride. And I know nothing about riding waves. I'm very, very terrified of big swell in the ocean, but the analogy sticks for me and I hope it sticks for you too. So I knew that this was inevitable. And I rode that wave for a little bit. It was about three weeks recently. And here we are. We start to we start to pick back up again. So just as me knowing that within the happiness, there will also be a sadness at some point, then I know for sure that when I am experiencing sadness, there will also be a happiness. So it's not just a one way, like, don't be happy because, you know, sadness is just around the corner. But the opposite is also true. So it means that we can be in the present moment when we are experiencing those highs and we can go, oh, I'm just going to embrace all of this as it is. I'm going to 
be fully here because I know that this might be short-lived and that something else will come up around the corner. So let me just be here right now in this and feel the high and feel the joy and feel the happiness or the light or the sunshine or whatever it is because I know that around the corner the other thing is going to come. So here I am in the now. But then it also kind of helps to bring us out of those lows a little bit too. So when I am experiencing a low, when I am feeling a bit defeated, a bit deflated, you know, when I am in the nighttime and I just go, oh my goodness, you know, when is the darkness going to end kind of thing? I do know as well that it must end because there's an equal and opposite side to this experience too. And so nothing lasts forever on both ends of the spectrum. And here I am experiencing this nighttime, experiencing this darkness, this low, this little lull, whatever it is for you, you know, anything that's kind of more that drop or that societal understanding of a low or a sadness or something like that. I know that this too shall pass and there is the other side coming. It's not a matter of if it's coming, it's just a matter of when. And so then that helps me in those times when I am a little bit low, like I've been saying, when I am a little bit low and I can go, okay, you know, here I am, I'm going to experience this. I'm going to be here. I'm going to try to find some support or tell other people. And I've been saying that to to my husband, you know, I feel sad in my heart. And with that, if I just give you that example of the last week, you know, I've copped a bit of heat for a late cancel fee. Excuse me, it was a no-show. So somebody just didn't come to class at all and it was a full class. Didn't come to class and then started to say that I'm rude, that my business is rude, blah, 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 blah. And that makes me feel really, really sad in my heart. Like it actually, I can feel it right in the middle of my body where it hurts. (laughs) And that sounds so like what a three-year-old would say, but that's literally how I feel. And so I said to my husband, like, oh, I'm feeling sad in my heart right now. And he said, yeah, I know. And then we just keep on keeping on. And I've been saying for the next few days, you know, that thing is still kind of bothering me a little bit, but I'm starting to get beyond it now, you know, slowly but surely. And I I wasn't there going, okay, Claudia, you know, just, just stop, just, just don't worry about it anymore. Like it's all good, you know, fluffy sunshine, butterflies, rainbows, it's all fine. Everything's magic. You know, the world is, is the best thing in forever. And I just kind of let myself experience that low, feel sad in my heart and tell the people who care about me that I'm feeling a little sad in my heart that I'm feeling a little overwhelmed then with not only that, but everything else that was going on and paying, you know, my beautiful teachers, but not having the same amount of income coming into the studio and then everything else that's sort of changing in the world as well. And again, like attracts like, and it seems like it was just this big downpour of some things. And now just as it's meant to, things are slowly starting to pick back up, which is beautiful. And it proves itself. It's like science. It proves itself time and time again for me. I go through this lull and then doesn't matter how or what or why, but it will happen. We go back up. And then just as sure as we were that we went up, we go back down a little. And then it's just a matter of time before we pick up and so on and so forth. And so this is something that like I really, really understand this concept. And I think that if I can give you anything, it will be the the true knowledge in your being, not just in your intellectual mind and go, oh yeah, I understand that there's sun and there's the moon and full stop, but like actually get that concept and how it applies to your life and to you as a being. And that's a game changer for me. And I speak about this a lot because I just think that 
it's so useful and that it does take away a bit of that expectation to be happy all the time, to be positive, to be, you know, bubbly and bright all of the time. You don't need to be. Nobody expects that of you. And if they do, you know, you're hanging around with the wrong kind of people or maybe you need to put on that facade. And I do to to teach classes. I can't take my shit into a class. I have to come in and I have to be a performer for an hour or however long the class is. But then I get to go home and I, and most of the time, I'll be honest, when I get home after a class, especially a full day, so there's days where I teach five, six, and seven classes in a day. And I get home after 7 p.m. on a big day and I get in and I just go, hang on a sec, I've been talking all day. I have been on all day. Let me go for a shower. I'm going to wash my day off. I'm going to be in silence. So I'm going to take that opposite side, you know, from the talking, from the going, from the up, from the motivating, from the energizing, from the being that person for everybody else. I'm going to take some time now to just be nothing to be completely nothing, to feel like I am one with the water as I wash everything off me. And this is a nice little strategy for anybody who is in like a service-based business, especially something that's more an exchange of energy too. If you are a teacher or a healer or something like that, this is a profound practice within itself. Anyway, so I go from being the thing, being the performer to being absolutely nothing. No one, no thing, no time, no place, no where, no identity at all, not even Claudia. I just let it all go and then I can come back and I can put on my my wifey hat and I get to be with my husband and I'm so much better than if I was trying to keep picking up and boosting up the steam and not allowing myself to come down from that high. I really hope that this one lands for you. I feel really revved about this topic. So I hope that you can kind of feel that. And that's all that I have on this one. I can expand upon it and I can, you know, give you more analogies and things like that. But I think that that's clear enough. What happens though with understanding teachings and things like this is sometimes they don't quite land if we're not ready or open or available for them to. And that's fine as well. So if this one sort of washes over you, then you might listen back to this episode or somebody else might need to tell you this teaching in a slightly different way. Or you might even, you know, just like to hear it or research it or think about it in another way for it to land. And if it doesn't, then, you know, all power to you. But if it does, I would love to know if this one kind of changes your idea of your emotions and how you think about yourself and how you need to be in your household role or in your work or in your business and that you can give yourself the times, the little lulls, the little dips, and then you can come back up and then you can go back down and then you can come back up. But we just need to be really secure and really sure in the idea that when we're down, there will be an up. And it's not about hanging out in the down and kind of sticking there. Or I know for myself, you know, sometimes I feel really, really productive and other times I feel quite lazy and like I haven't been doing enough or achieving enough. And then I I apply this teaching once again and I go, no, that's okay. I've had a major, you know, day or week or month or two years doing things and achieving things. And here I am, I'm allowed to take a little bit of time down in that case, we do just need to be aware of, okay, I've been down for a little while. I've been cruising for a little while. Is there a way that I can pick things up? And just like the sun rising, it should happen naturally. Yeah, it should happen naturally. But if not, you know, that might be a time where you do seek some support. 
you reach out to your closest circle. You might reach out for some professional support or help or guidance. And I just want that to be really clear as well, that you don't always have to bring yourself up yourself. You can lean on other people or professionals or tools or strategies or resources that you have or that you don't have yet, but that you can find to allow you to find this natural wave within your life. As always, I'm going to love you and leave you there. If this one lands for you, if you felt this one, I would so love that you just comment on the little tile or if you want to, you can leave a review on the actual podcast. So in whichever host that you're listening to this, where you have me plugged into your ears from, um, just so I... I know which ones kind of are landing, which topics I could expand upon more and which ones you would like to just let wash all over you. I hope you have a beautiful rest of whatever it is that you're doing and I will chat to you next week and goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you can find more ways to be kinder to yourself, to others and to the planet. If you could leave a review, that would mean the world to me. That would also let me know what you love, what you'd like to hear more about or to delve into more next time. And if you subscribe to this podcast, then you'll be the first to know when new or special episodes are launched as well. You can find me on Instagram. My name is Claudia Richardson and there's a dot and an underscore after that. You can also find my studio, which is kind.studio on Instagram, kindstudio on Facebook, and you can head to our website, kindstudio, or with a Y in there, .com.au. And then if you head to kindstudio.com.au slash podcast, then all of the show notes are there as well with any links or special offers that we talk about in each episode. Until next time, bye.